This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the White Doe Legacy Podcast. We're all set up here down this creek bottom. Being Buck's been in here a bunch of times, so good chance to see it on him. Meh. Smoking. I think he just crashed right <laughs> Absolute money, dude. It's 76 degrees out. We just set up 80 yards from a buck and killed him at 18 yards. Here we are. We're set up on a, this crate that's been absolute fire for the last eight days. We know a shooter went in here to bed this morning. Matt. Get it? That was at eight, dude. That's at eight. Fucked out October 28th. Homies up for the rest of November. But absolutely incredible season. Both kills on hanging hunts, right on the beds. And just making it, making it happen. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes with episode seven of the Rutcation Podcast. Um, getting the people that made this possible, going to get into the show. Uh, let's start off with Exodus Outdoor Gear. Um, if you guys are in the market for a new mobile cam to get in the game, get some MRI, most recent information, they offer the Render um, and the render bundles. 
Um, one thing that I want to mention about the render and Exodus, um, they use the Scout Tech app, which is a good app, organizes all your pictures. But one thing I absolutely love about them is their data rates. So you, you could have five cameras through them, and you pick one amount of data, and that's what you use, and every one of those cameras pulls off that data. So if you have one camera that took 50 pictures and one camera that took 500 pictures, you're not going to have to buy extra pictures on one camera. It's just going to use it, all the cameras are on one data plan, like a cell phone plan. It's all one plan, and you and you could pick your plan, and then if you go over, it just says, hey, there's going to be charges, and this is what it's over. And it is the cheapest option um, in the market if you're going to run multiple mobile uh, cell cams. So that's one thing about the render that a lot of people don't know. The data plan is pretty incredible and will save you money in the long the long haul. Um, and you're getting a five-year no BS warranty with that cam. So um, it's a win-win all the way around. All right, well, let's get into today's hunt. Um like everybody's see, saying on Instagram, Facebook, it is hot um, and it is slow. This morning, I drove halfway to where I thought I was going to hunt and decided, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I don't really like the wind. I didn't know what the wind was going to do in the bottom when I got there. So I decided I'm going to go in on the public uh, grass piece that I talked about going in midday and uh, spotting stocking on. So I go in there, get set up. Um, on the way in, I bump one doe away, and then I get set up, and I hear some grunting and some chasing in the grass uh, off in this big, like, cut. And uh, I decide, you know, it's it's a little ways away, so there's next ridge up. It's just breaking where you can, you know, see probably 45, 50 yards now without a flashlight. Um so I decided to bump up 35, 40 yards and get on the second point on this cut. And uh, the cut is on the cover art of the podcast, if you're wondering what I'm what I'm looking at. It's a big water cut um, ditch and holds water that's in this grassy CRP area. And uh, I go there and I set for maybe 10 minutes. And then I look over to my right where I just was. Here comes a doe. She's probably 15, 20 yards from where I was just setting in behind her. It's probably a mid-50s, 10, chocolate-racked, heavy-tined um, buck chasing her pretty hard. Um, and she bounds off and then hits a ravine cut and goes up. So, I mean, I was, I moved. If I would have set for 15 more minutes, I'd have had a shot at that buck. Um, he, that buck did stop at 65 um, in the bottom. And... Uh, I was full draw on him at 40 when he came through there. But if I would have been at that other ridge, he'd have came past at 15 and then probably stopped at 35. Um, so just a mess up of wanting to get closer to that buck that was grunting. It could have been the same buck and doe that was grunting at night um, that was going back through there. More than likely it was. So I sat there, you know, made the decision to move and uh, messed up on that deer. So that's just... You know, this is bad circumstances, but I mean, I'm pretty excited, pretty jacked. Had an opportunity. I went in on a place that's over 600 acres of grass and CRP and set in a water pinch. And I had, uh, you know, I was full draw on a hundred mid, mid 50s buck um, that I didn't know was there on a doe. Um, on the way to that place, I actually did see a buck and a doe, a doe, a mature deer, 
chasing a doe out in the middle of a field at night. So there is some chasing going on. Um, but when this heat kicks in, man, they're just they're just held down. But pretty good hunt, pretty exciting hunt. Um, sat there, like I said, I got soaking wet back to the truck. Anyways, going on, I came back home. I decided that I was going to dry my clothes, so I went while I had washed and dried my clothes and planned on going to the urban piece and get as tight to I could, as I could to that bedding and downwind side with this wind that we're having. We're having a lot of south, 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 72 degrees and south wind. So um, went in there real quiet, you know, had to stand on my back, got to where I wanted to go, pushed it a little bit further, maybe that extra 15 yards closer, trying to really get tight, taking my time. And I climbed the tree and was checking the wind, and the wind was just swirling. I standed on my fourth step without hanging the stand and dropping milkweed, and it was just swirling around and around. You know, every, you know, 30 seconds it would blow back the other way, and then it would blow back this way. So I decided to take all my stuff down, pack it all back up, and head back out. So I head, headed back out. It's probably a quarter mile back to my truck, put everything in my truck, um, got a diet sun kiss, cracked that, put some Ted Nugent uh, stranglehold on, and drove about 60 to the next hunting spot, which luckily wasn't too far away. Um, when I got there, I was trying to make a decision on what exactly I wanted to do. The wind was going to switch when this when the rain front came in. We, the rain was just supposed to barely miss us, but it was going to switch out of the northeast for like the last hour. So I had to find somewhere that I could hunt that would be good with the south and then good switching to a northeast, which is extremely challenging. So I opted to go for a pinch. Um, and this pinch, we've had multiple giant bucks in that pinch over the years on and off on cam actually visually seeing them during shotguns and you know seeing them during hunting season and uh, i decided to sit there and uh it was super hot and i was kind of complaining about it being hot which is funny and the lord decided that he wasn't going to make me hot anymore um it just it started pouring about five um, and it pour it rained all the way to dark, but I mean it poured for a good twenty five minutes. Had to put all the camera gear away, and uh, I got absolutely soaked again. Um, but when that rain come, that northwest wind switched, the temperature dropped probably fifteen degrees. Then it just went to a mist, and it was a kill night. The last twenty five minutes, I stood in the stand with my bow leaned up against a tree. Just because it felt like at any moment, um, the way this stand sets up, it's in a hedge tree, and it's real weird. I got one stick that's like you actually like climb up, and then you walk on the tree a little bit, and then one stick's kind of angled at like a forty-five, and the next one's straight up like a ninety, and the next one, then you're in the stand. Uh, but I got it cut to a the pinch point through the hedge thicket, so they can't see at all. And then I have a, cho a clover chicory plot there that I planted, but we didn't get enough rain, so it's very, very, very small. And no deer are using it. Um, I don't know if I need to do a soil test and see if, you know, if the pH isn't right and that, that that's why it's not growing. And um, I know if, if it's not palatable because the pH is wrong, then the deer aren't going to eat it anyway. So and that's something I need to check on, but there's no deer using that plot throughout the whole entire year. But uh, I was sitting there, and um, I, it was getting real close to dark, and I was like, man, it's the, I got to see something. And behind me, I could hear a buck coughing. 
Um, and I looked over there, and it was the same three-year-old that I passed back in October. Got a little kicker off his two, good brows. He's probably a 120-inch buck. He's 35 yards. Um, end up working a little bit closer, um, but, of course, gave him the pass. It's not what I'm looking for, but did see a deer. Um, and, and the Booner Town, the piece that I was hunting tonight, um, it's really, really weird piece. If you looked on it at a map, you'd be like, man, that's a good piece. That looks good. I got food on there. I've had a bean plot every single year the past three years. It does nothing, probably a half acre of beans. Um, it does nothing. There's probably 80 acres of staining corn. There's no deer that live on there. Very few deer that actually live on there. So um, I was happy to just see that buck in general. So I did see that buck. Um, the game plan for tomorrow, it looks like, hey, Rainer, bring me my phone, will you? Uh, the game plan for tomorrow is... Uh, it's going to be, I'm going to check the weather again, just make sure, but it's going to be extremely, extremely windy and heavy, heavy rain in the morning. We're talking steady, like 25 mile an hour wind gusting to 40, um, lightning thunderstorms. My wife, um, and my mother-in-law want to go buy some flowers for the gravestones for Christmas. So I'm going to let them do that in the morning. The wind and rain is supposed to stop tomorrow. Uh, let's look here exactly what time um, for my area. Yeah, it's supposed to rain all the way to 1, um, but then after 1, it's going to be... So tonight it was, at dark, it was 68, and tomorrow at 1, it's going to be 47, and it's going to get all the way down to 43 tomorrow at uh, last light. So definitely going to get out there and hit this cold front. This wind and rain is going to push that front in, so right after that front um, is going to be very good. So tomorrow morning I'm going to take off. I'm going to hang out with the kids, stay up late with them tonight, hang out, and then uh, I, I'm going to do a little bit of work. I might tighten some some nuts on my bolts on my uh, mobile setup and uh, dry my clothes again, wash and dry them again because I got absolutely soaked again. I got to dry my backpack this time because it got drenched charge some camera batteries, um, and, uh, upload this podcast and then, uh, go out tomorrow. My wife said she'd be back about one thirty, So head out right then, go get set up for the evening. It's still going to be 25, 29 mile per hour winds there at one. Um, but then at shooting light, it's supposed to die down to 17. So still be pretty windy out there, but that cold front, it's going to feel a lot colder, um, then 44 with that 17 mile an hour wind. So um, these deer haven't been going to ag on my cams or la last night I could actually see the cornfields. So I believe I'll be on that cornfield somewhere because I think that's the spot to be. Um, they're going to be, you know, wanting to get some calories in them. They just went through this windstorm that they didn't feed in the morning. They're not going to feed tonight because the storm's here. And, uh, and uh, that's going to, you know, cut a lot of their feeding times that they normally have uh they're not gonna be out there feeding um at you know 30 40 mile an hour wind thunderstorms they're gonna be bedded down so i think they're gonna be pretty hungry tomorrow and get to that food source orally and hope a doe pulls a buck out to it so that's the plan for tomorrow uh take the morning off and hunt the evening i, I don't want to get wet again anyways and with that 30 mile an hour wind but it looks like sunday we got good weather and then monday we got some good weather um, it's actually going to be 30, uh, 36 Monday morning. 
pretty excited about that. But it's northeast, which I don't know why we haven't had any west or. Uh, but that would be the first north. Saturday or Sunday will be the first north in the evening um, that we've had in pff, I don't know how long. So I'm looking forward to those temps, and then it looks like it's going to warm up just a little bit there, but not going to be. Uh, pl- you know, 70s plus. Like today, I think the the low was like 64. So, um, you can still kill them. You can still try to get it done, but it's tough out there when you got that kind of weather. But it looks like it's going to be you know lows in the 40s, and then getting down to the 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th. That's when it's going to be a light switch. Those five days right there are going to be some really good days to be in the woods. Um, but these these pretty much the all next week i mean it's going to get warm on tuesday there but pretty much from tomorrow evening all the way into monday evening when i i go back to work tuesday morning i'm going to have good weather i'm going to be doing all day sets trying to get in a pinch and make make something happen for you guys so all right well that's going to wrap it up for tonight i'm going to get someone on tomorrow i might actually record a bonus episode tomorrow I got a couple buddies that are wanting to get on, and I've been doing the series, and haven't they haven't been able to get on. So I might record an episode tomorrow uh, morning and get that knocked out, or I might save it for after the series. But I got some guys who want to come on and talk, and uh, I need to get starting knocking down the list. But appreciate you guys tuning in. Hopefully your hunts are getting a little bit better. Like I said, the cold weather is coming, and uh, it's going to get really, really good out there, and bucks are going to be chasing does and all the stuff that you want to see. So we just got to grind through one more day here and then tomorrow evening should be should be the light switch event that uh, bucks start dying so i'm excited for that excited for this week of good weather and uh decided to make something happen i'm always trying to do the right thing try to leave a legacy i love you appreciate you guys um and white to legacy is out brave anglers search for the one they call king but who will take his throne tune in to waypoint tv's battle for silver saturday may 18th from 12 to 6 p.m eastern presented by abyss battery waypoint tv a life that has the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.